Okay, welcome to episode 15 of the Make It Count podcast. This is the second attempt. <laughs> it is the second attempt and multiple weeks after the first attempt. What happened to the first one, David? Yeah, well, we got 12 minutes of it and we didn't want to do any repeats. Like one of the things we came in is we do it, we record it, we put it up. We don't do anything. We're not, we don't have time to re-record all this sort of stuff. We're not doing loads of re-edits or anything. We were let down, weren't we? Our digital recorder that had been brought back from the grave for this has now re-entered the grave. Yeah, so we got 12 <laughs> minutes in. We kept, well, we were, we were talking for a good time. We nice had a great conversation. <laughs> I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, but we've only got 12 it's, minutes of it. So that was now annoying. just lost into antiquity. So we've got a new digital recorder, so here we are, rerun, and we're talking about 2021, aren't we? 2021. What a year. Yeah. Reflections on why reflecting is maybe helpful and valuable. And Matt, what did you do in January 2021? January 2021, I discovered my word for the year. It's something that maybe some of you have come across before, the concept of having a word for the year. <clears throat> some of you may never have heard of it. All, all of you will have heard of New Year's resolutions. And the whole idea behind a one word for the year is people have way too many resolutions. They're way too vague. And is it something like 80% of them are broken by February or something? So clearly very ineffectual and not really impactful on people's lives. So if you just have one thing to focus on through the year, it's much more likely to actually impact the way you live. Mm. So there's there's a really good book out there called Your One Word or something. Uh, again, we're not sponsored by them. But yeah, we... but it does. <clears throat> I've got one. I've got a one word book that sits on my shelf. And we are... I nearly read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's a helpful concept to go, what is that kind of lens through which I'm going to see this or experience this year, live this year? Uh, what I discovered was my word for this year was going to be move. When I first thought about that, I was like, oh, interesting. Does, you know, does that mean moving where I live or moving where I work? Does what explain is- the dancing we've seen around the house. Lots of dancing. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> but it has definitely changed the way that I lived this year. It has made me think, oh, what does it look like to move in different areas or arenas? So um, moving relationally closer to people or more intentionally moving forwards with certain projects at home, at work, um, for example, this podcast. And one of the things that I did through the year was I would remind myself quite regularly of that word because it's not the first year that I've done a word for the year. It's not the first year you've done it. But what I found the first couple of years is I would get to December and go, hmm, reflecting on the year. Oh, yeah, what was, what was that word for the year again? Oh, yeah, it was that. And I would look back and I would see, I can see how that has happened. But I wasn't doing it intentionally the whole time. Yeah, this year you've done it way more intentionally. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise that. So each week in my week planner, I would just write at the top left corner, word for the year, move. And then maybe a little sentence. Hold up. People who are listening to this are gasping. 
You have a paper planner. I have a paper planner. <laughs> it's a pretty beautiful thing. Sold out for a pen and paper that's been doing it for the generations. <laughs> yeah. Digital calendars and everything are useful, but there's something about just paper, seeing it all schematically and actually mm. spending the time getting ink on paper. So you saw that as like a, every week you saw that word, first thing, top left, and I think yeah. that did make a big difference for your year. I think so. I think so. What about you, David? I don't know what other people experience when they think back to the beginning of this year. But I remember the end of the previous year. You know, the 2020 was like the pandemic year, right? And everyone had the promise of the new year was back to normal. Yeah, you the know, hope was. The hope is that everything is going to be okay. You know, the vaccine it's going to come. Be, the we'll be all come. Right. It's going to fix everything. And obviously, we started this year in the UK in a lockdown. Yeah. And you were on furlough, I think. I was on furlough work. from work. And the year hasn't panned out like many people maybe hoped and felt were promised. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. And uh, because that, that can put a little bit of a, oh, we were sort of waiting for something to happen you know just for normality to return well that's really interesting because just this morning i was i saw something on the browser it was like you know top articles from the year and one of them i didn't read it but one of them was the word of the year languishing like mm. wow that's a nice word it's a nice word but it's also a pretty melancholy feeling isn't it like wow that's heavy yeah yeah you're really mucking in that aren't you it feels like a very sitting very and i feel like that's a little bit what you're describing people yeah. are feeling like oh we're, we're nearly at the end oh no we're still in it but also crazily to me the beginning of this year i did my first ever video course mm. with dan and susie and it's the habits for life course and that was a really big achievement that feels way more than a year ago it does feel like a long time ago. <laughs> so, and that, that, I suppose many people, if they're taking those moments now to think about their January of this year, I'm sure they're thinking, <laughs> no way, that wasn't this year, was it? It was mad. And it was. And that's crazy. And, and I think that's one of the reasons I find a, a lot of value in taking some time to reflect. Mm. Because actually, as you go through and you think, <clears throat> hey, January, that happened. It felt like a long time ago. It was just this year. And you realise, oh, and I'm realising, oh, I've grown so much. Like that course, as I redo it, it can be so much better yeah. from some of the experiences that happened in the last year. And you, and it, I find that quite encouraging Yeah, to realise I'm growing and I'm on a journey. And it's another year of for you of cracking out those blog posts each week of taking people through journeys on coaching series and seeing many transformations in their lives as well so oh yeah and with coaching i mean i love working with people to help them move from uncertainty to confidence but that's also been a bit of my own journey Massively. you know you think of this year as like an uncertainty of producing this video course uncertainty of even doing the coaching and yet this year i've become fully accredited with the international coaching federation and mm. and, and professionalized my coaching qualifications and accreditations and that's amazing because that suddenly makes me just 
sit a little bit higher, yeah. a little bit taller, and just go, I can do this. That's really good. I mean, even just a few weeks ago, we went for a kind of a, a walk, and you said to me, you asked me, Matt, do you think I can do it? I kind of looked at you and like, what? What do you mean? I had no idea what you were talking about. You were like, all right, the coaching. I was like, of course you can. It's just going to take time. And then I had to remind you something. Do you remember what I reminded you? No. I don't really need reminding it now. I reminded oh. you. What, what was uh, your word for the year, David? Yeah. So it's a good remembrance. Because yours was obviously a move. Mm. Mine very clearly, straight away, I remember thinking, 2021, the word for the year is foundation. Mm. And it's not a very glamorous word. In, in my mind, I think... When, when I say foundation, it's a muddy hole in the ground, yeah. <laughs> you know, and actually the process of doing that <clears> might be <throat> digging and getting blisters and a sore back and it takes time. And at the end, after you've dug the hole and you've filled the hole back in, you don't look all that different from the outside. No. But actually, we know that when you're building something and that maybe is the most important thing and just to realize, OK, yeah. I might not be where maybe I kind of wish I was with regards to all these things. But actually, I'm so much further and I've done a lot of the important work. Yeah, big time. And as you said, anyone looking from the outside at a building site where there's foundations going on for weeks and weeks and weeks, it looks pretty similar. But once that's finished and set and ready... It's amazing how quickly the building kind of shoots up, depends mm. on the construction type, and you suddenly go, wow, where did this come from? Why weren't they doing this before? Well, you've got to get that foundation firm. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day. We should move away from this in a minute, but nobody thinks about the point, foundations. Nobody looks up <laughs> at a building and goes, oh, great foundations. Well, some people do, civil engineers. But most of the time, you can't even see them. And so how would you even know? And actually, the only time your attention is drawn to it is if something in the house has gone wrong or something in the building. If you're suddenly, I think we heard about this example, there were like cracks on the inside of the house. It was like, oh, that might just be shifting. Then there were cracks on the outside of the house. Okay, that's a foundations problem. Hmm. When, when the cracks are showing on the outside, that's a foundations problem, apparently. I'm not an expert, but basically... You don't, once you've done the foundations properly, mm. you shouldn't have to think about them again for a long, 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 long time. And yeah. so it can feel like nothing's happening, but actually that's the place you definitely don't want to rush. And for you, it's helpful to have that reflection because otherwise you can easily get into that trap of, well, I should be here or I should be this far because you've almost changed the baseline of where you were no look remember where you were and remember now see how far you have come and also what the aim for the year was which again that's that's why we we're taking this time to do a bit of reflection for ourselves but actually to talk about the value of taking this opportunity Hmm. to reflect because a lot of us in some ways rightly so are very forward focused we're forward moving we're thinking about the future we want to be intentional with that But without taking the time to see where we've come from, we can, without realising, 
discover that we've constantly been pushing ourselves, almost like raising the floor, which is good, yep. but it means our expectations go up without intentionally raising them and mm. to recognize how far we've come. Sure. So it kind of ties in with that celebration that we were talking about the other week. And if we don't take the time to reflect and rightly celebrate what has happened, all that happens is we our expectations rise and we're robbing ourselves. And also we may be setting ourselves up for disappointment because I'm sure we've all experienced this. Expectations rise incredibly fast, faster than a helium balloon. Mm. So... Yeah, I think the quote you're talking about, I, I think was a Nelson Mandela quote. And he talks about, remember to celebrate milestones as you prepare for the road ahead. Mm. And we're, we're looking and going, yeah, remember the milestones from your year. Remember the high points and maybe the low points as well. Yeah. Because they also can be milestones. But remember them, mm. then celebrate them. And that helps as you prepare for the road ahead. Yeah. And the road ahead is 2022, and who knows what that will bring. Hmm. But that's maybe for the next podcast. That is going to be the next podcast. So, have you got a process where you intentionally reflect on the year and celebrate, reflect and celebrate on the year? I don't know if I've put one together where it's reflect and celebrate. Uh, and certainly this year I hope to do it better than I've ever done it before. My plan is this year to do a similar thing to what we talked about in the episode when we were saying good versus great Mm. and saying, oh, you know, those top five versus the the next 20, get Mm. rid of the next 20, Uh, and having the life wheel and thinking of all, all those different areas of life, finances, relationship fun um and now they've all gone and and reflecting on really the last three months because that's kind of the chunks in which doing it but i suppose coming to the end of the year maybe doing a slightly broader one and going right how has these changed over the last 12 months or what were the high what was the high point what was the low point in each of these areas um, and then really don't do too much editing just write some thoughts down fairly free flow and give it that space the celebration thing i would say that's probably when uh, i suppose we kind of do this maybe yeah uh unintentionally not unintentionally naturally by we gather around with family generally at christmas or at new years um and sometimes you might go well let's think about what was a good thing from the year and what we're hoping for. That is doing that. Mm. Um, it's maybe not just going as quite so granular. Mm. So hopefully, if all goes well, we'll be spending some time with some friends that we know, and we might be able to have a bit of a time together, thinking and talking about these, and celebrating with each other about the high points in people's lives and uh, of the last year, and not necessarily grieving, but remembering those hard times. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not so you, much of a clear process, is it, though? No, but you definitely have emphasised in some of these conversations the role of community and friendship in doing these things. And I yeah. think we really like that part of it. And so 
you know, maybe this is something people want to do. They might think, this is something, I definitely don't want to do this. This is not what we do. Sure. But actually, sometimes asking, hey, well, there's been some really good points of your year. Not even the highlight, but some good points sure. of your year. And, hey, maybe what's been a challenging part for your year? And you, you witness and you honour it, and you give an opportunity to learn from it as well. What about yourself, David? You're a very well structured in some of these ways as a coach have you got a process for reflecting and celebrating the year that's just gone it's, it's funny isn't it uh, we've both kept the five-year journal for a number of years now mm. and that basically means you write five lines each day each day pretty much for the most part so i remember a couple of years ago i was like ah you know my reflection, I'm just going to read through all these entries. It's like five lines a day. And so, you know, you, that that's very easy. Four hours later, like, dropping the book on your face as you're, like, <laughs> trying to read it. Like, this wasn't as quick as I thought it was. <sighs> and so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I might be structured, but four, year, four hours, sorry, four years, four hours is a long time to spend just going through all in one chunk all in one chunk. might be trying to bite off too much there yeah and and maybe not because sometimes especially as you're doing it you're like whoa i totally forgot that happened mm. and you like it but a lot of the time it now it just feels quite big so i think and that's one of the things i've actually recently realized is even some of my weekly reflection there's been a lot of pu- like maybe pushback from me it's like oh I've, it's a bit too big so as much as possible, I want to simplify it. And so through the year, I've been looking at the quarters and I might just go, is the first quarter, is the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, put them together and just go, hey, what are the big pieces here that I want to capture and remember? Mm. The highs, the lows. And I actually, at the beginning of the year, set some like one-year targets. So I will spend a bit of time going, okay, I hit some, great. When I did it, I, I didn't give it too much thought. It was out of a hat sort of guesses on some of these. So sure. next year, I think I'll make better guesses or oh, guidance. And that's okay. That's part of the learning process for that as well. Yeah. And so what year, just to clarify for anyone that didn't maybe quite capture that, we've talked about the, the process you go through each quarter, mm-hmm. so every th- every three months, doing a bit of a life check-in. And you actually write that stuff down and you write some of those reflections down. So mm-hmm. your end of year one might just look like getting each of those from mm-hmm. the four quarters. And you've already done the work for each quarter then. And so you're now looking at an overall picture of the year. Yeah, That's a really good idea. Mm. I wish I'd done that. Yeah. I don't have the first three quarters really to do that. So I might also not have the first quarter. Um, <laughs> The other side of it as well, though, for anyone that's listening, is you don't have to have done all of this. It mm. could be as simple as either on your own, and we do recommend actually getting it down on paper because there's something about that, but on your own, just asking a couple of questions to yourself. What were a few high points? What were a few low points? And if you do want to go a little bit more granular to the, the life wheel thing, check out the life wheel on David's website. Mm. Um, I can do the in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And... And then also, as David was saying earlier, I highly recommend. I think it's always good and always beneficial when you do this with other people. Other people that you love and trust to be safe spaces for some of those things that maybe are 
those precious moments and those hard moments. But there's something about community that enables us to do this well. Mm. And like Matt said, um, for me it helps to have a bit of a structure because it also means I'm, I can be more consistent with it. Indeed. And I see the value in that. But a lot of people, that's not something that's going to work for them, maybe now, maybe ever. Mm. And that's fine. Brilliant. Find what works for you. We would de- still definitely advocate some sort of reflection. Yeah. Or else we, it is you've got to check your mirrors sometimes you know you've got to look back to where you've gone to see if you're still on track to where you want to go yeah. and and so even if it is just like matt said these are some highs these are some lows let's have a, oh, a bit of a chat with some yeah. friends about it and that that i also realized for me i'll probably spend a bit of time and maybe this is more of a spiritual practice in this point, but thinking about my word for the year that has just been yeah. foundation. And I feel that that was maybe a bit more of a spiritual or a steadying guide through my year. But actually think, okay, where did that show up? And what did that look like? And mm. that's, a, that's very much less solid, but important. Yeah, definitely. That's, that is part of, sorry, I completely forgot earlier. That's part of my yearly reflection is what was the word for the year and how did that express itself? How can I see that have li- being lived out? And then starting to think about, to pray about, to reflect on and go, well, what might the word for next year be? So I think we're going to sort of wrap up. We talked about a load of different things. I still can't believe how far ago January was. But it happened, and much of this year has happened, and I'm hoping that even as we've had these conversations, you've been remembering moments that happened in January and March and June and all the months of the years that were high points, and maybe witnessing some of those low points again, and taking that time to learn. And as we wrap up, Nelson Mandela, I'll put the quote out again, remember to celebrate milestones as you prepare for the road ahead. That's what we'd encourage. Celebrate as well as remember. And we would love to hear, if you're willing, any of your reflections from the year, anything that you want to share with us, because we're not going on this journey alone. We want to hear what you guys have reflected on. What has 2021 meant for you? Um, so we have uh, an email address for the podcast. Woohoo! We're a proper podcast now. It's called makeitcount.pod at gmail.com and that will be again in the show notes I like the pause there as you were thinking where is this which filing cabinet was this memory yeah in? <laughs> <laughs> last last time we recorded this conversation that came out really smoothly but nobody will ever know no well now they will hopefully so this was the make it count podcast episode 15 reflecting and celebrating really so go and make it count mm-hmm.